The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Martellus Bennett, everybody just laid down his own air horn. <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to Riggles Picks, everybody. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Brought to you by Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Car buying made easier? It's possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. To find out more, visit HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. We got not the, just Riggles Picks, and we right? Got, and yes, we got, Revenge Mar- of the Jocks as well. And Revenge of the Jocks is with us today. Uh, Martellus Bennett, Marty, we were just talking about what he likes to go by. And they just jacked up the music right when we started. <laughs> yes, my but that's that fitted because my name is Marty, like party, but party with an M. Oh, heck party, yeah. Party, like Marty, with an M. Whatever. Uh, Marty, Marty Party. Ma- Marty Marty, the one-man party. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yes. All right. Yeah. Did You said you didn't really like warm. We're here at the Rams Stadium uh, before the preseason game. Yes, the Rams today. Uh, we are sitting in uh, suite number one, podcast one. Uh, and we're going number two at into the, the mic. At the, L, at the L.A. Coliseum. Rams getting ready to play uh, the Texans from Houston today. And we have, uh, from the Revenge of the, All Revenge Texans of the Jocks. Texans are from Houston, though. Yeah. We have, a, we have <laughs> one, one of the great all tight Texans ends of all time. All Texans are from Houston. Some Texans are from El Paso. Where are you from in Texas? I'm from Houston. <laughs> I wore a David Carr jersey to school. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That is all. And you played at Texas A&M. Yes. Uh, how was your time down there? It was great. I yeah. had a fabulous time, great people, great culture. It's a, a wonderful place to play ball. Yeah, they. they oh, I think they, they got um, – it, it feels like, obviously, they take their football very seriously, uh, but it also feels like it's a real football-minded culture down there. Yeah, I would say Texas, the whole philosophy is football – all and then God. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, I think you, you know better than most, and I think you probably got it right. I think you got it right. Football, oil, and God. Yeah. In that order. Yeah, in that I like order. That. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Jocks. How's it going? It's going pretty well. We got the the Jocks are very vengeful to the world. <laughs> <laughs> what do they got to be mad about? Uh, I, well, the whole thing about the I used to like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I, I thought it was great, but love the it. idea is to have like athletes talk about smart things and not oh, sports. Like so. boogers, boogers. I mean, like I, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, oh, like Revenge oh, of like the Booger Nerds from Revenge of the yeah, Nerds. Like, I yeah, gotcha. like Booger. Yeah, I do like that movie too. I oftentimes, if I do something and I win at it, let's say I make a bet and it wins. Yes, I start singing Alpha Beta. Ooh, ah, <laughs> Alpha Beta. Ooh, do you make ah. bets often? Uh, I don't. Uh, that's why, like I said, it's so rare when I win that I celebrate in a very weird way. You talk about smart things. Do you yeah. play fantasy football? No. No. Okay. no. As, he just said he talks about smart things. And you're like, you play fantasy football? Like I just don't total, get it. 
You like ding sure. dongs? Twinkies? Yeah. Fantasy football? Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue? Have, yeah. You ever, have you ever eaten a, a whole thing of ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my That's daughter. Like, you want to well, get, uh, get some fries with that ketchup? Yeah. No. All the time. Like, who just sits there and eat ketchup? <laughs> That's how That's how I am. I Every now and then, I get a, I get a, a, a soup. Of ranch and I sprinkle some lettuce in it. <laughs> Every now and then, that's how I like to do my. So tell me about. Tell, I'm curious about your show. Um, like you say, you talk about smart things. Like, what? Give me an example. What, what's the topic? Per, so like per last week with Ryan Holiday, we talked about how ego is the enemy, and so we talked a lot about ego, philosophy, creativity. Okay. You know, we do foolishness too. And like last week, we talked about Ryan Holiday buying a donkey. Okay. On okay. Craigslist. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah, he bought. Yeah, he got two donkeys. <laughs> One's named On Sugar. Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist has got it's, everything. It seems like the place where you would get a donkey. Actually, just, you're right. I was just like, it's just fascinating <laughs> to me that you could go to Craigslist and find someone selling a donkey. I, you know, of all the places, though, I'm with you, Sarah. The only place I would I would start my search on Craigslist for yeah. a donkey, but I think there I think those are specialized donkeys. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a donkey show. <laughs> no. That's why they're on I Craigslist. I haven't been to one of those yet. I've never been. Thank oh, God. Whatever. Because but I don't think I can tell you everything about them. I think they have a great those... one on Thursdays at the. Tropicana. No, no, that's well, one of those things you can't unsee. <laughs> his his donkey so, um, story was actually sad because. It was a guy that was selling his petting zoo. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> that's heartbreaking. Oh, that's so sad. What else was on sale? I, yeah, do they have no, any? Right? The like, spitting llama? We oh, had a spitting llama. Oh, that thing should be for sale. It's harder to sell, though. A white oh. horse that was painted like a zebra? <laughs> yeah, like we all saw that. This one's in Mexico. Yeah, we all What's that movie with um, the handsome guy? Um, oh, that one. Rob Riggle movie, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the one where he started a circus? Oh, Matt Damon? Uh, oh, no. Oh, Matt oh, Damon's not that handsome. Oh, oh, the greatest show on earth? Great, greatest show on earth. Yeah. Like, I imagine him shelling like, all his stuff. I kind of felt like that's how the guy that sold the donkey on Craigslist oh, was. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yes, the handsome and Hugh Zach Jackman. There's also, a lot of handsomeness Hugh in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's the coach of the Browns, right? No, that's Hugh Jackson. That's right. Hugh yeah. Jackson. He's not as handsome <laughs> as Hugh Jackman. <laughs> but I hear that he has a lovely singing voice. <laughs> I do hear that he has a lovely singing voice. Have you been watching Hard? No, you said you haven't been watching Hard Knocks, Martellus. No, nah, it's just not my. If I'm going to watch TV, you know, it's not my cup of tea. What do you? Well, you spent you spent ten years in the NFL, correct? Yes. And so I would imagine, are yeah, you? But he wasn't playing that time at, during that time. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> but like, so Hard Knocks comes on, and you're like, I'm over it. I've been there. I walked the walk. I I don't want to invest my time in this. Well, I don't need to see the inside of the locker room. I have been in there for <laughs> so long. I know exactly. Everybody's talking about this Jarvis Landry speech. It was so great or whatever. That speech happens in every locker room every year. It's like, yeah, it's cool that he did it, but every single year there's a guy on the team that does that speech. No, they just I'm never sure. seen that on the Browns. Well, because it's always Definitely the coaches. Oh, yeah. that speech to the Browns. But the coaches are always on, and I'll say it, they're always on these guys' jocks to, hey, you got to step up and be a leader. you got to step up and be a And so they look at each other and go, I guess I'm supposed to give a speech now? Or, well, okay? Will you, will I guess look, I should scream or break something? If you like, watch the film of Jarvis getting up, it's like one of the, when he walks to the front, it's like one of those, I'm not sure I should do this type walks. Yeah. Like when you about to go ask a girl out on a date, like, okay, I finally got the nuts to go ask her out on a date. You know, it had one of those type of, if you watch his posture when he walks yeah. out, he was kind of like, it's not ah, confident. It's, it's not it's, confident. Yeah, he was, he was easing into the yeah, pool. Yeah, he eased into the pool. That was Well, I was a hard knocks my rookie year, and it was disastrous. Really? Yeah. We know why. 
because they it's like reality TV. They cut it to, to fit a narrative. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you, there's always context is always lost yes, in those things. Yes. At least, and uh, but you're right. They have a they have an idea what the, they want the story to be. Yeah. And so they're going to make the hero the hero and the, yeah. the bad guy the bad guy and the jerk the jerk and, and the idiot the idiot. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah. The only Which, you know, that Jerry writes Jones. itself. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry right? He's, he digs his own grave. Jerry World. I've been by Jerry's house before. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, it was. It smelled actually, like oil money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, him and Boone Pickens owns the Texas Commerce Get Library. Out. So he had like half the library in his house, which I was fascinated by because I love books. Yeah. That's amazing. And he collects um, silverware. <laughs> like uh, like silver spoons and stuff like that? Like like antique silverware okay. and all kinds of silver. stuff. Silver. So. They probably calls it the silver. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he had uh, all those books in there because I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of books as well. Uh, like my office is just one bookshelf pretty much around all the walls. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Um, and, uh, do you read those books or are they just I, there for I aesthetics? Do, I do read them. Um, the problem is my desk is currently, I'm like 15 books behind. Yeah. And I keep buying books. So I've got to, I've got to put a lock on buying until I clean off my desk. All his books are yellow. You know, those ones that say for dummies. dummies. You know, like <laughs> Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Podcasting for dummies. What's your... What's, What's two books that you just love? I don't do fiction. I do nonfiction. Oh. I don't know that. I do nonfiction because my I don't have time to invent. If I'm going to go mind escape, I tend to watch a movie. Yes. Uh, but it, I like to read business books. Yes. I like to read self improvement books. Yes. I like to educate myself a lot on of how those to improve. Are too. <laughs> yes. You're not kidding. Are you a fiction guy? Definitely. Harry I, Potter. Oh, yeah, me too. I love Harry like, Potter. Have you read this, uh, The Name? I'm playing Quidditch tomorrow. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to go. I'm excited. You should come. I will come. Yeah. Wait. Uh, have you read The Name of the Wind? The Name of the Wind? The Name of the Wind. I didn't know The Wind had a name. Okay. If you like Harry Potter, Lin-Manuel Miranda just bought the rights to this book, and there's two books in the series, and it's like, um, it's almost Harry Potter-like, and like this kid has a gift, and it's all about... Um, Binding things with your mind. Oh wow! And you would you would love it. It's I'm gonna check it out. They're all alchemists. I just the next book I'm supposed to read this week. I usually read at least one book every two weeks. Look oh my god, you, that's yeah. great! Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so, I want to be on that pattern. Well, when I'm I, not on that pattern, when I, I want to be on that pattern. books about philosophy and business. I only read the left hand page. <laughs> I don't read the right hand page. Do you enough. feel like you're missing anything when you do no. that? No. Why the left hand page? Just to train the right side of my brain. Oh man. I think you're wow. ahead of the curve on this. You're, yeah, you're creating yeah, a new yeah. technology. Yeah. I never thought I'd be in a room with a football player and feel dumb. They have the same. <laughs> they have this, that's her words, not mine. I, um, I don't know if there's you saw. A, he's, he's like six foot. There. He's like oh, six foot seven. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm the one sitting next I just to him. Can't so wait. I want him to pick me up. <laughs> I'll pick you up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get a running start. <laughs> I think what's cool is that you could pr- definitely fit in a Hyundai. I know. I you mind. can fit. When I imagine you driving around the streets of L.A. in your Hyundai, USA.com backslash shop for assurance. If they get, I will drive my Hyundai. I will, anything that I don't have to pay for. <laughs> if I could rid of all my expenses and just roll around in a Hyundai, I'm down. They just need to throw some rims on it and paint it a cool color, and I'm straight. What color? What's a cool color of a car? Like white with black rims or black oh. with black rims. Okay. Or blue with black rims. Blue? Yeah. Like electric blue? No, navy blue. Oh, okay, navy. I feel like electric blue is a woman's color car. Yeah. <laughs> electric blue? Yeah. It's just it's a woman's color? Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's, that's like a guy that listens to heavy metal. 
I can see that too. Yeah. Yes, I can definitely see that. Yeah. With the, and his car is probably low in the back with the loud tailpipes, and he tries to swerve. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise, but it's not going fast. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know with Hyundai, at least they'll uh, you can set up a test drive, right? So you you don't even have to you can make an appointment. They bring the car to you. Oh, they bring their car to yeah. you. That's pretty cool. So you, don't have, you can set up a test drive for them to bring a car to your house for you to test drive. That's good. I always think that's great because when you're looking to buy a car, it's because you need a car. So, like, I might not <laughs> have transportation to go get a car. So thanks, Hyundai. Yeah, thanks, Hyundai. I know they have streamlined purchases, so they take the paperwork out of completing the paperwork. by, And you just fill everything out online. Are you good online? I'm great online. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have a whole different personality online. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I'm, a totally di- I'm just like the rest of the world. I'm a different person when it goes to being online. Oh, you're like a Twitter troll? Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot more confidence online? Yeah, everybody does, don't we? Which is great. <laughs> they have transparent pricing, Hyundai does. Knowing the price is always better than guessing the price. Although That's- I'm a pretty good guesser, but I think knowing the price, I like that. It's like uh, we talked about going abroad. You know how like they don't have prices on things? Sometimes you have to haggle. Yeah, and I don't... I hate that. I didn't know how much – I was bad because I didn't know how much the dollar was to, like, the yen. Uh-huh. And I was just like, all right, this is $100,000. Oh, my God, <laughs> I'm going to be broke when I get home. You're like, for a cat that's waving yeah. at me? It seems like a lot. Yeah, I like that cat, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cute. The happy cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My name when I left Japan was the Happy Samurai. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what they called me. Do you have a samurai sword? I did. You did? When I was there. Oh. I get to travel back with it. I don't think they'll <laughs> let me bring it back on a plane. <laughs> Hey, what's that? Oh, it's just my samurai sword. Hyundai also has a three-day worry-free exchange. So you have a peace of mind for a three-day vehicle exchange program to address any concern about the purchase decision, which is good for women because sometimes we can't make up our minds, you know? And, I mean, when it comes to a car, can anyone make up their mind? So this is great that they're helping you make up your mind. Yeah. They make it easier for you to make your mind up. Yeah, that's what I really like. It allows customers to exchange their purchase for another Hyundai vehicle and not just return the vehicle. So you can exchange a car, which is really, really great. That's all I ever want in a car. Or a boyfriend. Just to be able to exchange them out? (laughs) It's like Nordstrom or boyfriends. They take everything back. (laughs) They take everything back. That's what Hyundai is. Yeah, they're so great. It's a car buying made easier, and it's possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Make sure you go to HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. That's HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. Let them bring the car to you. (laughs) And let them do the hard work and make it easier for you. Don't drink and drive. (laughs) So to to up my reading of my business books, I got this thing called Mentor Box. Have you heard of this? No. It's awesome. They send you two books uh, a month. And along with the books, they they do an uh, interview with the author like a Q&A with the author, and then they send you a, uh, like a pamphlet that synopses the whole thing and, and hits down the major points. It's the best. Way. I've been knocking mentor out business. Books? Uh, mentor, mentor box. Box. Mentor box. It's awesome. Check Everybody it out. Wants to put can. everything in a box these days, even a mentor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what? I do love it because I'm getting the most bizarre books that I probably would never buy on my own. Yeah. But they send them to you like cool stuff like, uh, uh, like Annie Duke, who's a great poker player. Yeah. She wrote this book about you know, assessing odds and how to – how to uh, make decisions based on all the, the information you have. Yes. You know. mm-hmm. Great stuff. Good stuff. You read any of Malcolm Gladwell's books? I love Malcolm Gladwell. I did. Yeah. I did. He loves me, too. He told me that no in person. Way. Yeah. 
He has a great podcast, too. Do you listen to that? I read Outliers. That's the only one I've read. Outliers are good. Yeah. Yeah. Galat, David and Galat. The only thing I took away from chapters, you understand what an outlier is. I don't need to read every single chapter about all the different outliers in the world. It's like, am I an outlier or not? I get it. He gave great examples throughout the whole book, but the takeaway is you got to do something about 10,000 times before you're good at it. Yes. 10,000 hours. I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah. 10,000 hours. I got to put in some hours. Yes. Yeah, you're karate. That's before you become a master. Repetition is the mother of skill. Like Bruce Lee said, I'm not afraid of the man who practiced a thousand kicks one time. I'm afraid of the man who practiced one kick a thousand times. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's great philosophy. Yeah. And that's exactly the truth. Okay. And I think that's what Malcolm was getting at. Yeah, oh, Malcolm I thought you were going to talk about your own karate skills. Well, right I, I do. You, I dabble. Do you? Uh, it's, no. It's, it's my own style. It's called high performance karate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, it usually doesn't happen until you're about six beers in. Yeah, it sounds like an activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of low kicks and sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I love karate. Yeah? Do you practice? Watch, yeah, I practice. I teach my daughter karate. Nice. I still watch all the Japanese karate, even though they're not in English. And it's just not all the... Ca- uh, Is that kung fu? All the kung fu movies. I just like to watch people get kicked. Okay. <laughs> oh. Especially when it's a flying kick. Like, oh, did you play with Indomitian Sue? Is that why you... Well, are... no, nah, yeah, that's stomping. That's different. Stomping's different than kicking. He low, plays here now. That's low-hanging fruit in karate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you want to see people... If, if, low-hanging fruit. I'm a comedian. That's what I eat all. If you enjoy seeing people get kicked, come to my family reunions. <laughs> it's nonstop. Everybody just dogpiling and kicking the hell out of each other. Where's your family reunion take place at? Kansas City. Always oh, sweet. Kansas City. That's, Kansas that's City where... barbecue is overrated. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. All of a sudden, no, sir. Like Martellus Bennett gets thrown. You know we want to thank Martellus for coming out today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had now, it. That's a bold the... statement. Why do you say that? I mean, as a. Well, this is how I feel about barbecue, he's a first Texas of all. Guy. I'm a Texas guy. Understood, but our barbecues are similar. They're molasses based, whereas North Carolina's vinegar based. They're the enemy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really I like, don't like that either. All right, that's my favorite. Yeah. I love North the Carolina? vinegary. Yeah. yeah nah. You like that vinegar based? Mm-hmm. No. Ooh. Yeah. I like that spicy, no. vinegary, molasses no. based. Yeah, I like that that, that sweet barbecue. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's slow. That's like sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Very good um, barbecue yeah, sauce. Man, I'm trying to figure out who sweet baby Ray is. I need to get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> have him bring a case of his barbecue sauce and then give me some. I'll take yeah. some too. Sweet baby Ray's is the way to go. Yeah, it is really yeah. good. My dad made his own barbecue sauce though. Oh, Did really? Yeah. Does he still make it, or he always? I mean, make just it? when he barbecues, sometimes put a little crown royal own. in it, things oh, like no that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. It's good. Actually. Yeah, it's delicious. Dang. Yeah, I always feel like I like my white friends to make briskets, but not the ribs. Uh huh. So white people make the brisket, black people make the ribs. Okay. Right, and I feel like that's a fair share. That's a, a that's a good way to divvy it up. Like, my, <laughs> when my dad make brisket, I'd be like, "What the f- is this?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when he cook the ribs, I'm like, "Damn, this is delicious." Yeah. Okay. But when my white friend Jimmy. Makes brisket. I'm like, damn, this is some good ass so brisket. Tender. Yes. So tender. But when you make ribs, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, bro? <laughs> stick to the stick to the brisket. See, I'm more. I make the sides. I'm the girl. Oh, the girl, sides I think are important. Women are good at the sides. Oh, so see, sides are very important. sexist of you to say. I think um, women could barbecue. Women belong behind the grill. Women could vote. <laughs> Women have rights, and women should be able to barbecue as All right. well. Now that you feel I'm better you about yourself for getting that out of the way. I'm but. with you on the voting and the rights. <laughs> and not the barbecue. Not so much on the barbecue. I am not good at the barbecue, and maybe that's just, so I'm just saying, me personally, I'm better at sides. So is that potato salads? I'm, I'm, I'm good at biscuits. I'm very good at biscuits. Do you baker. make them from scratch? Yes. Okay. Ooh. I thought yeah. you were just getting some I'm Pillsbury. I'm also a dumpling maker from scratch, but I make said, yeast dumplings, the chewy one. I make 
Yeah, coleslaw, cornbread, mac and cheese. You make it with mayonnaise? You make your coleslaw with mayonnaise? I don't f*** coleslaw. Sometimes. Depends. It depends on what kind. You got to get on board with the coleslaw. You don't want no damn coleslaw, bro. What are you talking about? That's Coleslaw? Yes. That's no. good stuff. You're not. You didn't give it a fair chance. I can tell. I you th- you taste it when you were a kid. and You were like, ah. Yeah. You got to taste it as an adult now. You know, every seven years your taste buds change. Like I don't know. Sprouts. I did not know every, that. Every seven years your taste buds change. So something you didn't like but, seven years ago, you may like. If you hate fish, try it seven years from now. You may actually enjoy. Well, it's it. not that taste. But it's also just your taste palette grows too. I'm and sure. The way you design your house. Like say, like I moved here. I have a intensive art collection, but I started collecting when I was like. 24. I'm 31 now, and I'm just like, ah, that's seven years. I don't like this art anymore. I want to do new shit. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it makes sense what you said. That's a psychological palette, though. I think the, there's actual taste buds in your tongue. I think your cell turnover, it's weird. It's But I do think your taste buds actually change. Bodies are weird. They are weird. They bodies? start bodies. Bodies. Oh, your body yeah. starts doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. It's incredible, like, the things that you, you know, when you lose an allergy or gain an allergy yeah. late in life. Yeah. That happened bizarre. to me. Never had allergies. Moved out here, got an allergy. Also, what people, you allergic to? So I know how to attack I, I you. I think it's the. I think it's the. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the Santa Ana winds. They blow up something that kicks my ass every yeah. every spring. Oh, you got to use your karate on the wind. I try, you think I haven't tried that? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I tried that. I, think <laughs> I haven't tried karate chopping the wind. <laughs> I stand out. I stand out my backyard, totally naked, fighting the that wind. Is absolutely something I can imagine, and it's like not even a little ridiculous. Like I, I see it. Perfectly and visually. All the neighbors just kind of standing around going, what the hell is <laughs> oh, he doing? Oh, it's Riggle. That's funny. <laughs> That's good stuff. So what kind of exercise do you do now that you're out of football? Like, how do you stay well, in shape? It's been, like, going to the weight room is really, really hard, like, to just go work out for aesthetics. Like, yeah. people are so self-conscious. And I just can't really go to work out just to work out because, like, my whole life I worked out to compete. Sure. You know, like, squatting. Like, I found myself one time squatting, like, 400 pounds, and I'm just like, what the f*** am I squatting 400 pounds for? <laughs> yeah. And then one Me day too. I live uh, on this hill, and I'm running up this hill, like, 20 times, and I'm like, why the f*** am I running up this hill? I don't, I don't have, have to do, to this, do this no more. So, um, so, like, right now I just love activities, whereas, like, I've been swimming, which sounds oh, crazy being cool. black. No, that's great. That's the best um, exercise you can do. Yeah, so I've been swimming a lot. Then I just started boxing. Oh, that's uh, good. So Who's box- going to box you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really plan on beating. You just work the bag? Yeah. I've, okay. I've been going to that classes at Rumble. How's that going? That's pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah. I like being in a class environment with randoms. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like people I don't know. Yeah, I meet the civilians. I meet them all, civilians. all the time. Muggles. Yeah, the muggles. <laughs> just for fun. You should go up to someone in your class and go, you want to spar a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to see the look on the face. There's mostly women in there. Well, and just to hear them go, uh, you know, thanks, Martellus, but I just don't feel like today's the day. I've got a sore back. Yeah. So the, the, the instructor's like, man, they do. He's like, man, you just really lighten that bag up. I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> like, is this, is it, does, it get, does it get some stress out for you? I don't really stress. God bless you. How? That's so good. I, I just, can't even imagine that saying I just control, that sentence. I just control what I can control. I just understand there's a lot of stuff I can't control, and I don't worry about those things. That's a genius. That is a great philosophy of life, and it is something that will help you so much to find peace. Yes, I do. Like, there's a lot of f***ed up shit that happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I just be like, oh, I have no control over it. What can I do in this situation? If I could change it, I do. If not, I just kind of let it be. Let it go. Yeah. Am That's... I- you're, you're making a, a nice, easy path for yourself. That's the way yeah. to do it, honestly. Be like so many water. people can't do that. So many people <laughs> yeah. get wrapped around the axle on silly stuff, man. Yeah, I don't worry about things like trivial things that don't really matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to 
I usually don't do things that don't propel me in the direction of my dreams. Uh-huh. So I don't do those things. If I feel like it's not going to further me what my ultimate goal in life is, I don't really do it. So like, so uh, no wasted motion. I try no not wasted to, energy. Yeah, I try not to waste my energy. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's smart. That's, like, how, that's how you you keep you keep achieving. Like sometimes my little daughter, my daughter's four year old, two years old. She did some fucked up shit in the house, and you know sometimes I could just be like, you could get upset about it, whatever. But then it's like, all right, go get the paper towel, clean it up, yeah, whatever. They're good. Like no crying over spilled milk. And then exactly. I stop. I'm not really interested in material things anymore either, which is great as well. So That's another way to free yourself. Holy cow. <laughs> do, now, do you buy into a philosophy or are you just like taking in a, a bunch of different – because a lot of this stuff sounds very Buddhist, I'll be honest. Yeah, I do love the Buddhist yeah. way. There's uh, a lot of great wisdom there. Yeah, so like for me, I think it's it's a lot about – because I understand like say if we get in an argument, like there's a difference between – I understand there's a difference between like a debate uh-huh. and an argument. Right. Okay. So arguments usually happen when the ego is hurt. Right, so when the Always. ego is felt, so it's not like I'm not getting mad at you. My ego is mad at what you said. Yeah. So like I understand, like I could feel when my ego is present, and when it's not me, you know. So I try to relieve the ego so I could be present. And the only way you could be present is to have no ego, because the ego can only live in the past and the future on what it has done, and what it thinks it's going to do next. And right now in the present, the ego has not done anything, therefore it cannot exist. Brought to you by Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Car buying made easier. It's possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Find out more at HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. The future of car buying is now available in the present. Customers will feel confident, respected, in control, and at ease. Shopper Assurance will save customers time, lessen or eliminate haggling, streaming the process, reduce the worry. Revolutionizing the car buying experience that consists of these four pillars. Transparent pricing, a flexible test drive, streamlined purchase, and a three-day worry-free exchange. It's car buying made easier, and it's possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Go to HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. I got to tell you, the first step in anything, uh, and especially a, a good life, in my opinion, is knowing yourself. It all starts yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like you have a very good knowledge of yourself. I spend a lot of time alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's working, man. You, no, you, you yeah. really have a good self-awareness. And it's you have a lot of wisdom. I, I can see. Now, is this? Do you talk about this stuff on your show? Yeah, I talk about this kind of stuff on my show. That's fantastic. And then a lot of times it's just like, like a lot of times people don't want to spend time alone because they're afraid of themselves. Of course. So they want to be surrounded with others, right? I think. But like, for the more, the better you know yourself. Like I know when something's going to make me upset, or something's bothering me, or if it's not. So I don't really. Do it. That's what gets so great about getting older, where you're just like so willing to say no to things. You're like, no, I'm not going to want to do that. No, yes. I don't feel the need to do that. Like, yeah. I used to travel by myself. I, I mean, I still go to movies by myself. Like, I need to eat by myself sometimes some at a time. restaurant. Like, yeah. I just need alone time. And I mean, I went to Istanbul by myself. How was like, that? It was amazing. Yeah. I went there for Thanksgiving. I had Turkey Day in Turkey. <laughs> no, That's did amazing. You, did you have, traveling alone is different yeah. to me because. I, I mean, I, I understand that moment, you know, having time to yourself and yeah. being able to process some things. And, but a, a trip to Istanbul, did you ever get to a point where you're like, I can see how some solitude might be nice, but did you ever want to share the experience with anybody? Did oh, you... I met tons of people over there. That's okay. what it does. Is okay. like there a just barrier the... there? No. See, I went by myself to Japan for 10 days. Oh, uh-huh. And talk about having a time to yourself. and Like, you do want to share the moments, but, like, there's some places that everyone's not interested in the same way that you are. Right. Okay. So they change their experience. So yes. now you try to dictate based on what the group wants to do and not what you want to do. Very right. true. Like, <laughs> so, we've all been part of that group. Yeah. We've all been part of that. It's like, damn, this guy, well, I, he don't want to eat here. But, like, some people just not willing to explore the same way you want to explore. 
go see art, go see things. They just want to sit by the pool, get drunk, and yeah. you know, go up to the hotel room to take a sh- come back down, yeah. and get drunk again. Now that's a different vacation. That's a good vacation. It's just a different vacation. Yeah, but I think that some places <laughs> yeah. if you're going to explore, yeah, like. Yes. You know, Maybe. Istanbul or Japan. Because like, I, I started in Tokyo, then I went to Kyoto, then oh, I went nice. to Osaka. Wow. And I was out there by myself. And talk about not being able to talk to anyone. Sure. Right. That's a lonely like, existence. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. the, the time changed. The time difference was hard to, like, FaceTime my family and stuff. It had to be, like, 3 a.m. Because then it's, like, it was just crazy. Did like, you? How did you communicate? Did, did you find enough English speakers? I know. One thing that he saw that. Catch. Yeah, good We man. all saw it. It's terrifying how fast you are. <laughs> you still got your skills, man. You still got your skills. A piece of paper just flew off the table, and he caught he it. Snagged, in and he, he never broke eye contact with me. I just want to be clear on that. He never broke eye contact when he snagged it out, of, out of the air. One night I was out with my wife, and yeah. she knocked the, um, the wine glass off the table, and I caught it before it spilled. Oh. And I'm like, you know we're having sex tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that wasn't an aphrodisiac, I don't know what would be. Oh, yeah. Hey, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Wait, That's what did you awesome. think about the uh, food in Japan? Because well, they eat every part of the animal out so, there. Yeah, it took so, a while to get used to when I was there. Yeah, so I went um, with um, Hiro, who's like my god out there, and then a um, little nice little um, Japanese lady, and she's like, we're going to all the different museums. She's like, oh, you hungry? I was like, yeah, we started at 6 a.m. I'm <laughs> yeah, very hungry. Yeah. And she's like, do you like chicken? I was like, yeah, I like chicken. In my culture, people who look like me are known to eat chicken. Like, we eat the wings, we eat the breast, we eat the thighs, we eat everything. I'm down for chicken. Yeah, let's go get chicken. So it's like, oh, I know this great chicken spot. You'll love it. I get there, and it's like chicken beak, yes. chicken feet. feet. I'm like, I told I said. Next, gizzards. gizzards. Yeah, the stomach. I tried the gizzard. What'd you think? Yeah. Huh? What'd no. you think? I told Hero, I said, yeah, I can't eat this shit. It's the yakitori place, right, with all the skewers? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I ate there. And then yes. I went to, you ever see um, Zero Dreams of Sushi, the documentary on Netflix? Okay, I haven't seen it. So this guy's like the number one sushi maker oh, in the yeah, world. yeah, yeah, that guy. And right, his son, he kicks his son out because he thinks his son. So I went to his son restaurant. And I'm a sushi. When I think sushi, I'm thinking like big belly tuna, okay. you know, yellowtail. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like, you know like whatever. Traditional. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. So I get there. We go in this room, and it's like a table like we're sitting at right now, and there's six people there. Just six people in the restaurant. And it's like three months wait. Some people walked in. He's like, oh, we have an opening in like May. I was there in February. Oh my I was like, damn, that's good for business. And then so I sit down, and he starts off. He's like, oh, tuna. You like tuna. First, he asks you if you have any allergies. So if you, if you don't want to eat some shit, say yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm allergic to this, that, and this. Because yeah. look at blowfish and weird stuff that could kill you, right? Yeah, blowfish came out. Oh, that's then a high-risk proposition. Sea urchin. Which, <laughs> who the fuck eats sea urchin? Yeah. The heart of clam. Some sort of That's the only thing I didn't eat. I tried everything. Yeah. And then I had octopus, which I was really upset about because octopi are my favorite creatures. Really? Yeah, and I felt like I was eating my dog. Oh, no. I don't have an octopus, though. Yeah. Yeah, but an octopus, you you don't want to eat an octopus. Yeah, I don't want to eat that, but it was so delicious. <laughs> I, think, I, I think, think it comes I mean, down to the cuteness. Like, I, no one would ever eat an otter. An otter is the cutest animal I've ever seen in my life. But it might life. be delicious. Yeah, like a muskrat. It may be. It could be like a filet. It could be <laughs> so tender and good, but I I'll mean, never eat I one. I wouldn't want to eat rock rollers. It seems like it would be a tough meat. I'll never eat a. I'll never eat an otter. And I'll, you can, I'm going to go ahead and quote me on that. I'll never eat an otter. <laughs> That's going to be That's the end of this episode. I'm, I'm going to make my stand right now. My, okay. This is my big political stand. I pledge never to eat an otter. There. Otters are cute, though. They are cute. I had a video on uh, Instagram the other day. This otter was telling this person to pet his 
head. Oh. And it was just like, pet my head. And I'm just like, I wish I had an otter. And they rub their little paws together. Otters, they're close otters to are lovers, and they float and around like on the ground. What about mongoose? I feel like they're close to an otter. They're, they're vicious. They fight cobras. I know. Yeah, they're badass. Yes. Yeah, I like them. You ever see those? Beast, Beastmaster I, w- I won't had, eat them either. Um, I won't eat them Beastmaster either. Beastmaster had mongoose. Mongoose? Yeah. Mongoose. Is it mongooses or is it mongoose? You don't say gooses. No, you don't say gooses. You say mongoose? Is this a group of mongoose? I think you call it a mongoose. You Did never you talk to them in plural. Um... <laughs> if it's a group of them, you go, look at that one mongoose and his friends. I watched too much Planet Earth. Did you watch Planet Earth, the uh, the, the docuseries that they did about oh, yeah, it's beautiful. all over the, It's amazing. Yeah. But there was like this story of like all these little squirrels in some high desert, and they were getting eaten by all these rattlesnakes all the time. And uh, so they ended up... Realize these squirrels figured out that if they ate the rattlesnake skin, like the the, the uh, shedded skin, yeah. and then made a paste and they would rub it in their fur, and then when the snake would come over, they would think another snake was over there and they would. Interesting. Survival of the fittest. I'm yeah. telling you, man, it's amazing how every everybody, every creature on this planet can adapt. Well, yes. no, that's not no. true. Well, not not all of them, but they there's it's fun. Like white it's people fun can't. I, white people can't. <laughs> It's fun. It's fun though to the see. The world is changing, white folks. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. We're, to see. We're terrified. It's fun to We're see animals adapt. Let me put it that. That's probably a more accurate thing yes. to say. We're, it's fun to see animals adapt. You're right. Not every animal can adapt, but if it doesn't adapt, it doesn't last very so long. So that's the, that's what makes the human being so special. We're the only creatures on Earth. Oh, yeah, that's good, good. All right. Yeah. I learned from the best. That was great. That's what makes us so different from every creature that ever walked on this planet. We have the ability to adapt and change and manipulate things so that we can survive. Like, creatures don't do that. Like, a lot of creatures, they only have sex when it's time to mate, which is sad. Super sad. And we're, we're up to 7 billion humans on Earth, and yet we've had more food right now than ever in human history. So, again, we can solve our own problems. Yeah, but sometimes the, we create our own problems of course to solve. We do. Nuclear weapons. We've got yes. all kinds of... Yeah. You know, there's, we're doing all kinds of things right and wrong. Yes. So let's, but it, we're the worst creatures on Earth. Sure. We destroy everything. We take it. land. To build, yeah, we're just destructive. It. Like, we're destructive people. Human beings are destructive. That's why we like football. Yes. <laughs> we're just out there destroying Which, by ourselves. the way, let me... I got to ask you. Let, let, me, let me go back to sports real quick. Because yeah. you are uh, a professional football player. You were... And you have you have knowledge. You have you have an insider view that none of us really do. You have a perspective. So I'm going to put it out there and just ask, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? What's your gut tell you? Oh, it's too early to tell. But you can't. Let's say, see, let's say we're in Vegas see, right now. We so got to put money. I'm, I'm going to put it on the Chiefs because that's who I am. Yeah, yeah, that's bad betting. Yeah. But <laughs> because here's the thing about football. Football is the ultimate soap opera. That's why everybody loves it. You don't know what's going to happen. Anyone could win at any time. Like, no one thought the Jacksonville Jaguars would be playing in the, the AFC, AFC Championship. Championship. You're right. Think about that. You're right. Like, no one saw that coming. Yeah. No one predicted that. Everyone jumped on the bandwagon. That's what, make, that's what makes the season so exciting. Yes. Because you, every season is hopeful for every city. Yes, Cleveland has a reason to be hopeful. They definitely oh, do this yeah. year. When they you're got in a lot the division of, with the Patriots, I feel like it's like. Maybe not so hopeful then. Patriots <laughs> yeah, are yeah. evil. Yeah, I was when I first got traded to the Patriots, I walked in the, uh, the weight room and all the banners of conference championships. I was like, damn, it's like <laughs> for 26 years. They lost one time to like the Jets won one yeah. time when Mark Sanchez was there when okay. the Jets were good mm-hmm. in the conference championship. But like. They pretty much won a conference championship every single year. I would cheer year. for Al-Qaeda before the Patriots. I'd be like, we'll get Al-Qaeda next year. <laughs> Why would you want to cheer, uh, cheer for the Patriots? The Patriots? Yeah. Are evil. 
How? She, she's the a, she's a Falcons fan, and she lost that Super Bowl. I was there. I played she, in that game. She's never been yeah. right since. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, we won that game. Yeah. <laughs> the future of car buying now available in the present. Customers will feel confident, respected, in control, and at ease. Shopper Assurance will save customers time, lessen or eliminate haggling, streaming the process, reduce the worry. They're revolutionizing the car buying experience. They got transparent pricing, knowing the price is always better than guessing the price. Flexible test drive, test drive at customers' preferred time and location for added convenience. When you find the Hyundai you love, we can bring it to you for your test drive. Streamline purchase, take the paperwork out of completing the paperwork by filling it out online which you could do on your phone, and three-day worry-free exchange because nobody wants you worrying when it comes to getting the car. Car buying made easier as possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. Why are the Patriots so good, and why should I not hate them? Well, you shouldn't hate the Patriots because they're really good because they're disciplined, they have structure, they have a great culture of winning. I think a lot of times it's hard to create a culture of winning. And I think, like say like the Cleveland Browns, they're probably one of the most talented teams on paper. On paper, obviously, because yeah. they had a first-round pick, first pick of yeah, every draft for the last, in the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so that when you play against the the Cleveland Browns, it's a tough-ass game. Like it's not an easy game to go beat the Cleveland Browns, right? You got to really come with it because they have so much talent on the field, but they just haven't got over that hump to become winners. They haven't got in their mind that they can be winners because it's a culture of losing. Yeah, right. You're right. So it's the same thing like Mentality. in families. Like if you come from a. a an alcoholic family and with rough it's hard to become changed out of that and grow be it's different how rich people act rich all the you know like they, they're just like money keeps coming because they're not constantly oh, well, I, worried about money or whatever yeah i think yes. success begets success i think you, you yes. know failure yeah. begets failure yes yeah. it's just like one step at a time like it's hard to live through life where you feel like you take a step forward and a step back a step forward and a step back but the problem is people don't realize that the step they take the step they take back sometimes is not as big as the step they take forward so everyone keeps them at the same length but it's really not so when sometimes you get knocked down or you step backwards it's not a bad thing because you could when you take a step back you can see things differently when you keep like when you stand right up on a, a picture you can't really see what's on the frame but when you step back you're like oh damn this is this is a van gogh you're this saying is nice. the patriots are cheaters i get it no. so let's uh no let's you're saying uh, i hear what you're saying we beat y'all yeah, fair and square i know no you are you're and amazing because what we did was we kept the defense off the field mm-hmm. right oh yeah i mean the offense we off the exhausted. field we kept the offense on the field we ran 112 plays i think and they and the uh, falcons had i think 43 oh it was our defense wow. was so tired and as soon as we lost that coin flip i was like it's over yeah we're so tired yeah they were tired, we're too tired. yeah but the thing is i was tired too but when I looked at them and they looked at me, my eyes got big and I said, you're going to be more tired than me right now. <laughs> and that was the difference. That so let me ask different. this. If I heard you correctly, you're saying the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go with the Patriots. All right. There, we got a good, we got a prediction. No way. Are you taking the Falcons again like you always do? Yes, of course. You should because the they look good. They look great. They look great. Calvin Ridley looks amazing. I think it's going to be Falcons Very and Chiefs excited. in the Super Bowl. And I think <laughs> the Chiefs are going to win. Okay. Um, the hey. Chiefs are interesting, though. They I want to see how Patrick Mahomes does. It's the era of Mahomes and his you keep his gut. His You're the only I'm one go, trademark uh, copyright Rob Riggle. <laughs> I'm um, never gonna eat an otter, and it's the era of Mahomes. It is the era of Mahomes. He should open up a real estate company, Mahomes. <laughs> 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 it writes itself. Yeah. yeah, Mahomes in your home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, copyright Rob Riggle also. You hear about this fantasy football business, right? Yes. Do you engage in that foolishness? No. I when I think fantasy, I think wizards. 
magicians, uh-huh. unicorns. I think like, I had you one year in my <laughs> fantasy league. If it was, I had some good years. I know you did. The thing is tough for me though. I don't really understand it because when you play when you play the game, like every stats don't really matter to sure. what you contribute to the team. That's right. And as a tight end, that was a multi-purpose tight end. That sometimes if my running back had 150 yards, that's because I was out there blocking. Yeah. I may mean, only had two catches. That's right. But. I got a game ball at the end of the day because yeah. I was blocking so well today. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? There's some tight ends who just go out there and they just catch the ball. That's all they do. But yeah. like, it just but depends on the like, W is more important to it. If you're in a team sport, you're part of a team. You're part of a whole. Yes. And so the bottom line is W's and L's. And if you get those W's, that's that's you did your job. But it's also it's, it's great for the game as well as far as like people being interested in other markets and players. I'm telling you, as far as educating the, the American public mm-hmm. and, and – Women folk, let's be honest, because yeah. a lot of the ladies are getting in on fantasy football, and so now they're they're getting educated on the, all the players and the positions, and yeah. they're taking they're getting a stake in the in the game. Yes, and they're they're becoming stakeholders, and it matters to them, and they follow the sport, and they you know they live in Kansas City, but they care desperately about what Baker Mayfield does in I think in Cleveland yeah, because they drafted it that player. Almost brings families together in a part because now everybody in a family has the reason yes. to. Uh, yeah, I feel like, but nothing's worse than. Winning the game on a Sunday, then Tuesday, the off day, your wife sends you to go pick up some Captain Crunch at the grocery store, <laughs> and some motherfucker comes up to you. You had two catches, but y'all won by 20 points. Yeah. Oh, you made me lose my fantasy football team. You suck. <laughs> you don't deserve to eat Captain yeah. Crunch. Who are you? Don't yeah. put that on me. Yeah, and I would say, like, what if we drafted other <laughs> human beings in life? Yeah. That, like, you're a teacher. Oh, you didn't, like, you didn't do it. You're... Your, t- your license I, sucked today. Or you didn't sell enough houses this week, I gotta tell Jimbo. You, like, what are you doing out there? Dude, Marty, I got to tell you, uh, it's, it's true for actors, too. They'll come up to me, and they'll be like, you're not as fat in real life. <laughs> I'm like, who? In <laughs> what world that. do you get to say that to anybody? You know, I know. But they feel like because you're in the public eye, you're public property. So they can say and do whatever they want yeah, to like, you. Yeah, like, I hate when people say, the worst thing you could come and tell a black athlete is, I owned you in fantasy oh, football. That is- you better, that. Like, what? Table my, <laughs> you better reword that. I was at the table with my. You better reword that. I was at the table with my wife and my daughter. And somebody's like, "Yeah, man, uh, man, you had a great career. I owned you in fantasy football." And I was just like, mm-hmm. "You try to shake now. my hand?" I was like, "I won't shake your fucking hand, buddy." Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? My daughter here, like, you ain't own me. Yeah, I own myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm independent property. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There, the social education. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of Americans are socially challenged as far as oh. communication skills and. The yeah. art of conversation and manners. I think a lot of that is, especially for kids the age of six to eleven, they could be dicks about fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how old are you? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that, that six to eleven age group is just like they just own everything. Well, they run charged. their mouth with they such confidence, Bro, with such confidence. Yeah, they, they like, know slow down. You're, you've been on Earth eleven years. Yeah, like I you played know, football for eleven years. Exactly. <laughs> They were talking to me sometimes. I was just like, look, back up, Jerome. <laughs> Is that so your mom or dad over there? Come get your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Before I teach him a lesson. No, I ain't signing your ball. Yeah. I no. Ain't, no. I hate when people come like, they don't know who you are, oh. and they ask you for your autograph. You play who are, You play football, right? Yeah, you look, oh, do, do I, should I know you? Yeah. No, you no. shouldn't know me. I don't no. know you. Oh, exactly. I hate that. Stranger danger. People. By the way, whenever you hear a six to a 10-year-old kid running their mouth, all they're doing is regurgitating what their parents said. So whatever yes. they said, all you have to do is look at their parents because you know it's coming straight exactly. from them. Exactly, their reflection of their household. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
Marty, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today. And, and Revenge of the Jocks, Podcast One. You're yeah. killing it right now. Thank and, you. Uh, well, um, I'm not really killing people. No, not killing anybody. That's not true. Not yeah. pretty much. Tune in next week and we'll tell you. <laughs> if I do kill them, it's because I'm killing them with kindness. That's it. That's oh it. Oh, my God. Um, do you want to? he smiles at the camera right after he did oh, that. Oh, I didn't mean that. I was not pay attention. Totally did. That was natural. I'm killing them with kindness. Sir, you got something you want to say? Yes. Hey, go out and vote. To wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> go out and vote. That's just that's just good advice in general. That's just good advice in general. Make sure you've come up with your a good Halloween costume. Gay people, I know you're way ahead of us. And <laughs> they do have the best. Always. Oh, they plan in July. My, uh, <laughs> Halloween is gay Christmas. All my gay friends are so excited about Halloween already. And I'm like, gay it's Christmas. that September. <laughs> September. I'm excited about Halloween this year. What are you going to be for Halloween? The only black person in Harry Potter. <laughs> Kingsley Shacklebolt. Shacklebolt? Yeah. Remember he was like, say what you want to say about Dumbledore, but that man has style. <laughs> is That's that... awesome. I, don't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, that's that's like like is, he re- is he related to Usain <laughs> It's like affirmative Bolt? action. Hey, we got to get the numbers up. It's like working at Facebook. We got to get the numbers up. <laughs> we need more blacks in Hogwarts. Everybody come up with an application. It doesn't matter if you part muggle like Hermione. You can learn magic, too. Oh, my God. So good. I don't know. Is he related to Usain Bolt? Uh, what did you say his name was? Shacklebolt. 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 Which is a bad name for That's a black a cool man, name. too. Got him in shackles. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I thought you said Shacklebolt. No, Shackle. Now, that would be a good one. Bolt. Shacklebolt? He has an earring dangling. Oh, dang. Yeah, he's cool, dude. Oh, he's like the Barry Bonds of Hogwarts. Yeah, he is definitely the Barry Bonds of Hogwarts. He looks like Barry Bonds. Not just, his head is not as big because I don't think they do steroids at Hogwarts. Who needs steroids when you know magic? Does he do black magic? <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely does black magic. Yeah. That would be more like serious I black. Don't know, I don't know how he could. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know how Bellatrix he could. Bellatrix Lestrange and Voldemort. I don't know why I know so much about Harry Potter. You, you I don't? You know so much about Harry I Potter. Too. I think that's awesome. Think All right, guys. Theory. That's it for us. We're signing off. Brought to you by Hyundai Shopper Assurance. Car buying made easier. It's possible with Hyundai Shopper Assurance. To find out more, visit HyundaiUSA.com backslash Shopper Assurance. Get in the game. Give it a little. Boom, 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 boom. Put a little twist on it. Yeah, that's the black version of the air horn. Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room. Room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.